whistle is a device that can produce clear, musical, shrill, or sharp sounds in several ways. This can be through human teeth or pursed lips, or by passing air over or through an opening, by steam or wind passing an obstruction like trees or a crack in a window. Humans can express happiness or contentedness by whistling a tune whilst walking or working, and with practice can perform to an audience. There's the cheeky wolf whistle, a sharp whistle to call a moving taxi, an instruction whistle to a working dog, a shrill call of warning, or just a child's toy are all whistles. Whistles can be made from many different substances. These include strong reeds, bamboo, bone, wood, metal, plastic, cardboard, and even paper. Among the museum's collection, we can find Lois Bondi's whistle, a captain's whistle, but sadly not a sailor's whistle. There's the experimental telephone, whistling kettles, a boiler model with a whistle and locomotive 1243. So did the first one, the Lois Bonnie whistle. The Lois Bonnie whistle was in her survival kit on her flights during the 1930s. Her initials are carved on it. Dick Smith would also have such a whistle in his survival kit when flying around the world in his helicopter in 1982-83. Scouts and guides need to carry such a whistle when taking their troops on bush adventures. Referees need a strong whistle to signal a rule infringement in contact sports. In many factories, the whistle denotes a change of shift. The next whistle along is the captain's whistle. In the navies of antiquity, a flute or a whistle was used to mark the stroke of galley rowers. This captain's bone whistle from the Royal Australian Historical Society would have been worn by a captain as a mark of respect for his office. The boatswain's call is a working whistle used for 10 different instructions during the day, as it can be heard over the noise of wind and waves. It is usually held in the right hand with the thumb underneath. The four fingers above move to create different sounds. When a sailor pipes an admiral aboard, he or she is the only crew member permitted to salute with the left hand. The right hand is busy. The next experiment was the Richel's telephono. This is an early speaking telegraph invented by Francis Richel in England before the General Telegraph Company around about 1848. The ivory mouthpiece and whistle would have been attached to either end of a flexible gutta percha tube up to 1.2 kilometres long. These were installed in public buildings, in mines, trains, lighthouses, hospitals and taverns for the people to communicate with each other. We move now to steam kettles. Steam is used to sound a whistle both in the domestic and industrial sphere. 100 years after the telecouffon, Richard Sapper, between 1980 and 1983, designed the whistling kettle for the Italian firm Alisi, and he called it the kettle with the singing whistle. It is made of brass and stainless steel. A lever under the plastic handle lifts the whistle free of the spark when pouring water. The sound produced is similar to the riverboat whistles heard on the Rhine. The design was so successful, Sapper designed an Alisi production, another whistle called the kettle with the singing bird. A big whistle is the mine's whistle. Mining whistles were first manufactured in Melbourne by John Danks in 1913. It was a three-chambered brass whistle combining a blend of three notes. 
It needed 3,000 pounds of steam to make the whistle loud enough to wake the day shift man at 6 a.m., then blew up to 10 times a day in 1830. The whistle regulated the lives of miners, shopkeepers, schoolchildren and housewives in a mining village. When a mining accident occurred, the whistle would blow continuously. In Broken Hill, before the fire station had telephone connection, the miner's whistle was used to give the location of a fire. We then have a model of a boiler. Boilers in factories have, like many other machines, visible gauges, safety valves and whistles on the equipment to ensure correct and safe performance. And lastly, we have the whistle board. Steam train drivers had to sound the whistle when passing the sign which was on the side of the railway line. This was to alert workers on the track ahead, approaching level crossings or coming sometimes into little outback stations. The letter W whistleboard was used by the New South Wales Government Railways. And we have lovely locomotive number 1243. Locomotive 1243 is one of eight mainline steam passenger engines built in Sydney in 1882, and then it was painted green. Now it's blue. It's on level one of the museum, and the cabin has public access with lots of buttons to press. The whistle on this cabin is very popular with children of all ages.